Hi there. You're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 154. Today, I'm sitting solo behind the mic, and I'm going to tell you my biggest takeaways from Social Media Marketing World 2018. And I'm guessing I'm going to share some things you might not have ever heard before. Attention, gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, Gift Biz Gal, Sue Monheit. So as I was saying in the intro, I want to dedicate this episode to talking about what I've learned from social media marketing world. If you're not familiar with what this is, it's an annual conference that literally pulls in people from all over the world. Seriously, New Zealand, Australia, London, Canada, everywhere you can possibly imagine. There is representation here. And the name suggests that it's all around social media, but it's really not. There's also bloggers and podcasters and creators of all sorts there. So it's a huge group of people coming together to learn from the professionals, the world's best, what is going on? What's the newest? What's the greatest in this whole world of social media and online marketing? This year, there were approximately 5,000 people there. So you can imagine it was huge. And there were over 100 different speakers. So great place to go, albeit a little bit overwhelming with all those people, but wonderfully run and the most quality of content that you could expect anywhere. Now, My approach when I'm going into one of these conferences is to make sure that I have gotten as much out of it as I possibly can. You know, there's the expense of buying the ticket and your airfare and hotel and meals. And yeah, it's great to go to something like this. But if you're not bringing back something that's going to help you grow your business, then it's kind of been like a mini vacation and not really something for business. If you've been following me for any length of time, this is going to sound familiar because I did a blog post a while back about how to attend an event like this and get the most out of it that you possibly can. If you're interested in taking a look at that, you can see it over on giftbizunwrapped forward slash show results. And there is a worksheet that talks about something that I'm going to talk about in half a second and also a packing list that then you don't have to figure out what you need to put in your suitcase. You just follow the packing list and you are good to go. So again, all of that's available on giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash show results. Now, when I go to a show, I like to identify three top things that I want to take back. You know, you can go in with a purpose of what you want to learn there. You know, you're totally focused, like right when you check in. And then the second you go through the doors and you see this topic and this topic and you run into this person and there's this lecture, all of those good intentions of the things that you really, really need go to the wayside. And in the worst of circumstances, you get so overwhelmed that you have a really great time, you learn a lot, but you've captured so much, you go back to the office and you don't implement 
anything. <laughs> so to prevent that, one of the things that I do is going into any event, I define three things. Like if there's only three things that I need to walk away knowing more about, being able to implement in my business that's going to make me better in some way as a business owner, then that is success. And anything that I get over and above that is great, but I need these three things for sure. And I actually suggest to people, and I do it myself, that's why I'm going through and saying this all to you, halfway through an event, I'll go back and look at those three things and say, all right, have I done this already or not? Because there's still enough time to capture the information that I need if for some reason I haven't got my big three covered. You wondering what my big three were? <laughs> I will share them with you. So I walked into social media marketing world wanting to know three things, information about three things. The first was, oh my gosh, if you haven't been around and heard about the Facebook algorithm that happened in January of this year, then I don't know, you might be hiding under a stone or something. But it seemed like the world went crazy about this new algorithm on Facebook. And so one of the things that I wanted to do was understand, all right, you know, some time has gone by now. What does this really mean for us as business owners who are using Facebook to grow our business? Are we posting more? Are we posting less? Like, what is the whole thing? So that was number one. Number two was live. We all know that live is the big thing now. But what's new in that realm? What platforms should you be using? Are there new techniques? Are there new tools? Is there a better way for me to conduct my live videos? What should I be doing to enhance and make what I'm already doing better? So that was my second one. And my third one, all right, you guys, I've admitted this to my private Gift Biz Builder group, but I haven't said it publicly yet anywhere else, but I'm going to do it right here live on the podcast. I have been working on a book for the last year and a half, two years, but running two businesses and this podcast has just kept putting off that project. You know, it's kind of like, you know, one of those term papers that's sitting on the back of your shoulder, like you got to get it done, you got to get it done, and you just don't. Well, that's how I'm feeling that this book is. So I was like, all right, I got to find somebody who can help me move forward and just get this thing done already. And yes, I've accomplished that one too. I've hired a book coach and I will have a book out this summer. And you are all my accountability partners because I've just said it here to the world. Oh my gosh, if you could see me here on the other side of the mic, I'm like cringing and rethinking like, should I edit this out or should I keep it in? <laughs> if you hear it on the podcast, obviously I kept it in. All right, let's get to the good. So those were my three. I did walk away learning information about all three and committing, as I had just said. And guess what? I'm not going to be talking to you about number one, two, or three at all on this podcast. The new Facebook algorithm and live video are things that you're going to see all over the place. And I don't need to repeat what other people are saying. I want to talk to you about things that you're not going to necessarily hear elsewhere that can really help you with your presence on social media. 
you know, I feel a little bit like I keep delaying getting into the content of this podcast, but I do feel like there's one other thing I want to share with you before I get into the other points. There were three overall messages that continually came out all three days of Social Media Marketing World, and they were as follows. Number one, live is everything. Live is where you're going to be able to capture your audience, speak to them, and have them really engage and understand who you are as a business owner and what your company is all about. Video is the type of content that always ranks the highest in the algorithms. So if you haven't gotten to the point yet where you're doing anything live, really pay attention when people are talking about that and seriously consider what this can do for you for your business. The second topic that continued to be discussed throughout all the days was messenger bots, specifically Facebook messenger bots. And as we go on in the upcoming months, this is going to continue to be a big deal. I'm sure you've already started seeing activity in Facebook Messenger with bots. Me, not exactly sure how my audience is going to respond to them, but I'm paying attention. And that's what I want you guys to do too. Pay attention. You'll make your own call. But I think just even as consumers, we're going to start seeing more and more of these bots just showing up in our Facebook Messenger and helping us work through services that different businesses provide. So as you start seeing these come up, pay attention to them. And also, as you're working through them, think about what possibly this could mean for your business if you were to implement bots. The final thing was consistency. Whether you're a blogger, whether you go live posting on social media sites, etc. Anything that you're doing is pointless unless you're consistent. Unless you show up repeatedly at the same time every week to the point where your audience, if you don't show up, is like, whoa, wait a minute, where are they? Why am I not hearing that live video? What's happening? So consistency. Even You guys, if it's newsletters that you're sending out, whatever it is, the point is consistency is king or queen, whichever way you want to go with it. These three overall messages I just want to get your attention on as we move forward. Live is everything. Pay attention to messenger bots. And whatever you're doing, it is consistent over and over again, or don't even start. One of the big challenges I've had with consistency revolves around my Facebook Live show. I go live on the Gift Biz Unwrapped Facebook page Thursdays at 10. And my challenge has been, boy, you know, some of you guys are working full-time jobs, so you can't listen then. Some of you are on the other side of the world. Some of you, like there's all different times when people could be available. And yes, there's the replays, but it's really nice to have people there showing up live so you can interact with them. So I've always been challenged with that, thinking, should I vary the time throughout the day so different people can make it at different times? Or what exact time should it be? Should it be at night? And give you a little hint and peek into me. I'm probably in my jammies about eight o'clock at night when maybe I could go live to an audience. So that's just not going to fit for me. And I got some confirmation at the convention that, you know what, you need to show up live for your show when it's convenient for you. 
because consistency is way more important showing up week after week after week versus what time you're showing up. So that was an interesting learning and I actually could take a deep breath and say, okay, chill, I've got this one down. Now, before we go further, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. This podcast is made possible thanks to the support of the Ribbon Print Company. Create custom ribbons right in your store or craft studio in seconds. Visit theribbonprintcompany.com for more information. Having said all of that, now I want to get on to four takeaways that I don't think you're going to hear anywhere else. These are specifically important to you because they help with the way you're relating to your customer. Often we talk about the fact that most people don't make a purchase logically. It's mostly emotional. And emotional equates to one-on-one relationships, how you feel about people, how you can relate to a brand, how much you trust them. Well, on social media, you have an opportunity to present yourself in this manner to so many more people than you'd ever be able to do person-to-person right in your local area, for example. And that's why these four points are so important. They're ways of doing things that bring out the true you and really will make your audience be able to relate to what you're all about. Let's kick it off with point number one. It is so apropos that this first point comes from Chris Ducker, who is founder of a company called Upreneur. He specializes in building a personal brand. This is really important for people who are services businesses where they're the ones who provide everything around their company. But it's also really important in our area because if you're an artist, you are the front-facing person of your business, the founder, the one who started everything. And people are buying your products because they love your designs. So his point here was... Market like a magnet, attract the best, repel the rest. You know, we all think that we want to be everything. We want everyone to be our customer and everyone to love what we stand for. But when you stand for everything, you really stand for nothing. So this whole point that Chris is trying to drive down, market like a magnet, attract the best, repel the rest, Attract the best, meaning the best who resonate with you, who like what you stand for, who love your craft, love your style, and everything becomes so easy when you're attracting the right people. In social media, you want to stand proud and not be afraid to show who you really are. If you're a little quirky, be quirky. If you love snow like I do, love snow. Be yourself and you're going to naturally attract people who are going to be so much easier to work with because you kind of run with the same tune, if you will. I did a presentation last summer and one of my slides had a scary spider on it and a woman like freaking out about the spider. And my point on the slide was, it's not your job for people to like you. It's your job to show up as the authentic you. And when you do that, the people who are attracted to you, not just like you, they love you. So point number one, 
Make sure that when you're showing up for social media, you're adding your personality. You're showing the world who you are. And in that way, you are going to attract the best. And you guys, don't worry about repelling the rest. Takeaway number two comes from Jenna Kutcher. She's a wedding photographer and also has a podcast called The Goal Digger. Great show, you guys, if you're looking for more podcasts to listen to. And she said something that really landed hard with me, and I hope I'm able to verbalize it well enough so you guys really get this point too, because truth be told, I see all of us being guilty of this. I'd even say a little bit more than time to time. Her big point is when you're posting online for business now, because everything we're talking about here is really for business, not necessarily when you're on your personal page, but make sure you're talking to your audience. Let this sink in for a second. So really, literally put yourself as if you are your ideal customer reading your posts. Are you really talking to them in a lot of the things that you're putting out online? Or are you really showing up for your friends? Or are you showing up for your peers, other people who are in the industry that you might have a little bit of challenge with, right? Or are you showing up to stroke your ego? And this really hit me because I was thinking through some of the things that I see online and we see people showing what a great night out on the town they're having, taking pictures with someone who's important or kind of like bragging online. How does that feel for your customer? I really thought back when I heard this, I'm like, whoa, wait, stop in the tracks. (laughs) You know, what am I doing? And I went back and I looked at some of my posts. Now, I'm not guilty all the time, right? I'm pretty good at sitting in the seat of my customer, I hope. But it really made me think. So I want each of you, every single time you're putting out a post, regardless of what platform it is, make sure you're talking to your customer. There's other times to talk to your family or your friends or your peers in private groups that are industry specific. But when you're posting for business and trying to attract in new customers and deepening relationships with your existing customers, make sure you're wording things and you're speaking to your customer. Okay, point number three comes from Jasmine Starr. Jasmine is also a photographer and She brings home another really good point, and I've got to tell you, this lifted the weight off my shoulders when I heard her say this, because in the past, you guys, I've never been the one to be taking photos. When my husband and I go out on vacation, or when I'm with my family, who are a big photograph family, I'm not the one taking the pictures. And I'm really, even to this day, not so great at sharing the pictures because I feel like being behind the lens, I'm missing out on what's going on in front of the lens. I know a lot of people don't feel like that, but that's just me. And when Jasmine started talking about this point, I'm going to share with you in one second, it was like, oh my gosh, thank you for permission. And the permission she gave us was, go ahead and take all those pictures because there's so many that you're going to want to have from your normal life that you're going to put on social media. But don't post right away. Don't totally interrupt your lunches or a vacation or 
special time with family and friends to take a picture and then all of a sudden you have to figure out the wording and you have to post in real time. No, 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 not necessary. Take the pictures and then post later. Plan things out on your different accounts and then post later after the event. That way you can go and spend time and actually live your life. How refreshing is that? Finally, point number four. This came from, oh my gosh, someone I respect and have been following forever, Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income, also a podcast and a business working with small business owners. His major message was, again, when you're talking to your customers online, we just talked about the fact that you want to make sure you're talking to them, right, and not to other people, not indirectly or subconsciously to other people, but also show up for your audience that's already there. This is Pat's big message. Don't always be talking to people that you're trying to pull in. Be of service, provide value, and show up for your current customer base. Now, that made me happy because I feel like that's a lot of what I do is try to serve and work with my own customer base. But it made me think maybe I need to post with a little bit more intention. Sometimes it's for serving my customer base, which is you. And then sometimes maybe it's for attracting new people too. And those might be different messages. They might not. I don't know. It depends on what the post is. But just the mindset and the idea of showing up for your current customers is super powerful. There was an example of this described by Jenna, which I want to share with you because I think it really drives home Pat's point. If you have a dinner party and you send out invitations or you make phone calls because it's a smaller party and it's the night of the party and everyone's come in, they've got their drinks, they've got their appetizers, you're sitting down to dinner, the attention of the host should be on the guests, right? What if you went out into the street and you decided you wanted the party bigger and you started trying to solicit people to come into your party? Come on in, sit down, I'm having a great party, come join us, the more the merrier, right? all of a sudden the attention is shifted from your dear guests that you've invited to random people that you don't know yet who aren't in your group. How do you think the people feel who are sitting around the table? On social media, you know, you could even say social media is one big dinner table, right? You want to show up and be present and entertain and engage with the people who are already at your table those who are already following you on your social media platforms. So these are the four takeaways from social media marketing world that I don't think you're going to hear everywhere all the time. When people are talking about social media, they're talking about the new tools or the changes in the algorithm or how to sell more. And I wanted to talk to you really about your message, what your presence looks like when you're online and what kind of a message, what you're communicating out to the world. To summarize again, point number one, market like a magnet. Attract those who are the best fit for you. And it's okay if the others are repelled. They weren't going to be your best customer anyway. Number two, make sure you're talking to your audience in your posts, not your friends, not your peers, and not satisfying some inner ego thing that you might have going on. 
That's okay. We all have it, but just recognize it and don't do that in your posts. Number three, oh my gosh, so great. Post later, live in your life, right? You do not have to post in real time. Take pictures, post them later, along with really well thought out wording. And finally, show up online for those who are already there, for those who have committed and are loyal to you and are following you, and for those that we all are so appreciative of, just like I am of you. Show up for them. I've taken all four of these things to heart and really re-looked at my whole social media posting strategy. I know this to be true. When you show up for yourself and you don't try to pretend to be somebody else, you don't try to pretend to be all successful all the time because reality is we aren't. When you're just real and genuine and talk to your community and your followers with truth. They will fall more and more in love with you. They'll resonate with you because they get the fact that it's true. People can sense disingenuous people a mile away. I don't know who we think we're fooling when we try to be bigger than we are, better than we are, more than we are, or perfect all the time. Because let's face it, we aren't. So I'm giving you all permission to show up as your true self and make a mark on the world. And speaking of you making a mark on the world, I'm really excited to share with you next week's show. We're going to be talking about ways you can be more productive, get more done in your day. So whatever it is that you provide out to the world, you can do more of. And oh my gosh, don't we all have problems with productivity and having our days fly by way faster than we want them to. That's up next week, and I look forward to being with you then. Bye for now. This episode is all wrapped up, but your gift biz journey continues. It's your time to experience the pride and satisfaction of turning your passion into a profitable business. Join the Gift Biz Builder Program and access valuable lessons, worksheets, and live Q&A sessions addressing your specific challenges. You also have the opportunity to connect with a community of Gift Biz Builders just like you. Head over to giftbizunwrapped.com slash giftbizbuilder and get started today. And until next time, happy business crafting.